Do I understand right that this will be back and forth? Translation? Okay. Hare Krishna. Oma Jnana Timarandasya Jnananjana Shalakaya Chakshurun Militam Yena Tasmai Shri Gurave Namah Shri Chaitanya Manobhishtam Stapitam Yena Bhutale Svayam Rupakaram Ahyam Dadati Svapadantikam Nama Om Vishnu Padaya Krishna Prashtaya Bhutale Srimate Bhakti Vedanta Swamin Itinamine Namaste Saraswate Deve Gauravani Pracharine Nivishesha Shunyavadi Paschatya Deshatarine Vancha Kalpatarubhyascha Kripa Sindhubya Evacha Patitanam Pavanebhyo Vaishnavivyo Namo Namah Jai Shri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhunityananda Shri Advaita Gadadhar Shivasadi Gora Bhaktarinda Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. First, I want to say thank you uh, for this opportunity to uh, be with all of you on this special day. Uh, I'm Happy to see my dear god brother Manidar Prabhu. I haven't seen for quite some time. <laughs> and I am reminded that on this occasion, uh, the Tirubhav Titi uh, observance of Srila Prabhupada in especially in the early 80s uh, I was um, attending this event a few times in in Vrindavan uh, it was an occasion for Srila Prabhupada's disciples uh, to come together. Many, many disciples would assemble and also uh, so many uh, other senior devotees, uh, friends of Srila Prabhupada, his, some of his god-brothers also would attend. Um, Srila Prabhupada would say sometimes that uh, the appearance, uh, there's no difference between the appearance and uh, the disappearance of 
and the devotee, the acharya. Um, but we we understand yes there is this absolute <coughs> feature uh, because we understand <coughs> the, that the devotee uh, the devotee's appearance and departure are both um, reminding us of our connection with the acharya. Uh, and at the same time, we feel there is some difference. Uh, especially those of us who uh, personally met Srila Prabhupada, uh, who was present uh, in, you can say, the childhood of our spiritual lives. So some devotees will uh, refer to the Tirobhav Titi, the day of departure, as a celebration. I personally prefer to simply call it uh, a glorious observance. And uh, a glorious observance. <laughs> I always, I always make a challenge for my translators. <laughs> anyway, not a celebration in the sense of oh, we're all very happy and jolly and joyful, um, because you know our, our, the life of our life has departed. So what is, what is to be joyful about? On the other side, we do celebrate because we know that uh, Srila Prabhupada has returned to Krishna. And from that position, uh, we can say he is waiting for us. Uh, Naschika. <laughs> it's uh, it's very sweet hearing Czech language after I've been hearing Polish language for some time now. <laughs> uh, and also, this is a time very much for us uh, to to invoke. 
memory. But it's memory for a purpose. And the purpose is, we can say, uh, the reconfirmation of our commitment uh, to to be followers of Srila Prabhupada. One way we can remember Srila Prabhupada is through our remembrance of photos of, of him. I'm sure all of you have seen many photos of Srila Prabhupada. And just from the photographs, I think we all get very strong impressions of uh, the person of Srila Prabhupada. And we may have some favorite photos of Srila Prabhupada. At least I have some favorites. <laughs> And if I had uh, had more time to prepare, I might have um, had these ready to show you. But uh, we have to use our memory instead. Spomina. So one uh, one photo of Srila Prabhupada I like to remember is of Srila Prabhupada in his room. Uh, I believe it's the kitchen of his two rooms at Radha Damodar Temple in Vrindavan. Where he, he is sitting uh, on on a on a low cushion uh, with the uh, low table in front of him, and uh, he is taking prasadam. Now and and he is looking out uh, through the grated window into the courtyard. Uh, where it's possible to see Srila Rupa Goswami's uh, samadhi or bhajan kutir or both, I don't remember. Rupa Goswami. Mm. This photo would, as far as I know, would have been taken after Srila Prabhupada had already gone to America and he was now back in Vrindavan, um, 
possibly in 1972. But it gives us a picture, it gives me a picture of Srila Prabhupada's before the first time that he went to America, when he was living in Vrindavan and he was preparing to go uh, to the West. And of course, uh, from this image, we can get a sense of Prabhupada's anticipation. He had, uh, he had a mission, and he was preparing for that mission, and he was praying to Srila Rupa Goswami for blessings to fulfill the mission of his guru. Uh, we're, we're getting WhatsApp messages with these photos. <laughs> um, uh, <laughs> so, okay. Uh, let me go back. Mm. So this is one photo that I like to remember. And another photo which I like to remember is one of Srila Prabhupada at New Vrindavan and he is outdoors and he is sitting again at a small table. Uh, he's kind of leaning on this table, as I remember. And uh, this may have been taken at the time that Srila Prabhupada was uh, giving his Bhagavat, uh, Bhagavat Dharma discourse uh, in New Vrindavan in also 1972. And I wanted to mention this, this image because Srila Prabhupada, as we know, was very concerned to establish uh, such communities, Nuvrindavan, eventually Gita Nagari, and so on. And I wanted to remember this uh, in particular because I understand I'm speaking in, uh, so to say, uh, especially to the devotees at Krishnavdur farm in Czech Republic. Uh, 
So I wanted to uh, remember this about Srila Prabhupada, how much importance he put on these farm communities. And I wanted to say a bit more about this because, uh, well, I've written an article on this subject of uh, the a kind of overview of the history of cow protection in ISKCON. And for that, I've uh, written a little about the background of Srila Prabhupada's concern <clears throat> to establish farms. Um, as I've said to devotees many times in the past, I appreciate um, the title of the first volume of uh, the Srila Prabhupada Lilamrita, uh, which uh, His Holiness Satsarup Das Goswami titled A Lifetime in Preparation. So, mm, as probably all of you know, before Srila Prabhupada met Srila Bhakti Siddhanta Thakur, uh, he considered himself a follower of Mahatma Gandhi. And of course, the famous first meeting with Bhakti Siddhanta Thakur, uh, when our Srila Prabhupada protested, so to say, or expressed doubt about um, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's mission being promoted without first uh, establishing India's political independence, Bhakti Siddhanta Thakur refuted him. So that's a crucial, excuse me, moment, uh, certainly, uh, for all of us. But uh, I want to... Mm, I want to go back to Srila Prabhupada's being a follower of Gandhi. And I want to suggest uh, that uh, to me, my understanding 
of Srila Prabhupada's um, very strong wish to have farm communities was uh, inspired by, by Gandhi and what Gandhi was doing. Uh, Gandhi had established two uh, projects in South uh, South Africa, and then um, two projects in India in Gujarat, uh, farm farm and um, yeah self sufficiency pro projects you can say. Uh, one of these in uh, in Gujarat is uh, it's right on the outskirts of Ahmedabad, and I have visited. It's right uh, on the on the river there. I'm forgetting the name of the river at the moment. Now it's a kind of museum, uh, and many people are going there. So it seems that Srila Prabhupada had this idea, uh, in part, um, at least uh, encouraged by what he saw um, Gandhi trying to do. But another important factor, well, related factor we can say, is that um, after India did gain independence in 1947, uh, the way the Indian government turned uh, in its policies uh, was completely toward modernization, industrialization, and so on. It was um, turning, we can say, 180 degrees in the opposite direction from uh, the, the direction that Gandhi was hoping and encouraging and writing about for the country to go. Gandhi was uh, speaking a lot about uh, recovering uh, rural India, village India. Gandhi 
And uh, therefore, he was in inspiring people all over the country to 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 make their own cloth, to make uh, to spin cotton and make their own cloth, and so on. Uh, to make khadi cloth. And Srila Prabhupada, um, as a young man, as a student, was wearing uh, such cloth as, as a, you can say, a political statement. So then we jump to 1966 when Srila Prabhupada is uh, first arriving in America. Actually, uh, late, <coughs> late 1965. And uh, after he arrives in New York, he immediately... Uh, he immediately travels to this um, sort of medium-sized town in Pennsylvania, Butler, Pennsylvania. Uh, New York, of course, is this huge uh, metropolis city, uh, but after you cross the Hudson River and uh, go for some ways through New Jersey, then uh, it becomes a very beautiful green country in hill, hilly, hilly uh, green country in Pennsylvania. And of course, as Prabhupada was traveling to Butler, he would have seen this, and he would have seen um, he would have seen cows grazing, um, not very many people, and surely he would have. Uh, been inspired that yes, this this is a place where we could uh, have farm communities. It. It would take another um, more than two years before the first opportunity came, uh, but then in 1968, uh, the the first farm project uh, was established, which became known as Nuvrindavan in the state of West Virginia. Ale vzalo to ještě skoro dva roky, kdy teprve až na konci roku 
1968 slyšela Proukala Rodina Skypla příležitost započít takový formářský projekt Nový Vrindávan v západní Virginii. And then, as I mentioned, uh, it would be another four years, in 1972, Srila Prabhupada would visit, not for the first time, but he would visit Nuvrindavan, and there he would give the Bhagavad Dharma discourses. We get a description of this event uh, in a book uh, compiled, written by Rupa Vilas Prabhu called Without Fear, Glimpses of Srila Prabhupada, Chapter 6. And he is quoting Vyasaki Prabhu uh, in some of this description. So uh, I won't I won't read because to translate reading is difficult, <laughs> but I will I will summarize a bit. So again, uh, I mentioned pictures. Now I'm suggesting from from description we can, uh, in our mind, we can picture the scene. So Vyasaki describes that um, devotees came from all over uh, the United States and Canada. I remember in early days when I jo joined the devotees in Germany, we used to hear about New Vrindavan, how everyone would come together at New Vrindavan. There were some 500 devotees at this time. And uh, they prepared a kind of pandal uh, in which everyone would assemble. And Prabhupada would, every evening, he would give his um, Bhagavata Dharma discourses. And then the devotees would, uh, would carry, well, they would carry him up to the place. It was on a high hill. And they would carry him down afterwards in a palanquin. Přednáška ho vždycky přenášeli na nosítkách dolů. 
it would be dark night, so devotees would be carrying torches. Uh, and of course, there would be uh, very joyful kirtan going on. And it's mentioned that although the uh, the facilities were very simple, <clears throat> Srila Prabhupada was very pleased. So this was happening uh, just before Janmashtami. And then on Janmashtami Day, which... Uh, this year took place on uh, September 1st. The devotees assembled in the temple room, which of course was much smaller area. And it's described that Srila Prabhupada had different devotees read, simply read aloud uh, the first three chapters of Krishna book. And this was going on uh, as the night was passing, they were um, approaching midnight, hour after hour of reading was going on. Uh, and it's mentioned that the dandas of the sannyasis who were present were beginning to tip because the sannyasis were tipping. In other words, they were getting sleepy. Srila uh, Prabhupada, on the other hand, was intensely absorbed in hearing about Krishna's imminent appearance. And it appeared that he was in a state of samadhi as he was listening. And he seemed to be completely unaware uh, that the devotees were very, very tired. <laughs> Until one devotee actually fell over and hit his head, and then Srila Prabhupada looked up. Oh, you are tired. <laughs> Oh, 
<laughs> so, so this uh, this mood of Śrīla Prabhupāda carrying, we can understand he has carried Vrindavan all the way from Vrindavan in India to New Vrindavan in America. But now I want to jump geographically back to Sridham Mayapur. Where uh, again, Srila Prabh um, Prabhupada is present uh, and uh, many devotees have come for the festival. Uh, this is 1975. Uh, it would have been before Gaur Purnima, so in March, or probably March. And Srila Prabhupada is on the Vyasa Sun, and of course we've all seen so many uh, pictures of so many photos of Prabhupada on the Vyasa Sun. And we may imagine this scene and uh, the the mood, uh, this sort of hmm, sort of a uh, a commanding mood of Srila Prabhupada. Uh, when when Srila Prabhupada was first in New York uh, in 26 Second Avenue, 1966 summer, you can you can hear recordings, lectures that he is giving. And Prabhupada is speaking to these young people, hippies basically, and he's trying, you, I would say almost desperately, to awaken their attraction to Krishna, sometimes almost in a pleading voice. But his his I find there's a distinct change in tone after Srila Prabhupada uh, has uh, initiated several disciples, especially I think after he establishes the temple in Los Angeles, then his speaking from the Vyasasan becomes um, in a much more commanding sort of tone. Ale potem je vidět 
Pasek, když potom Šia Pravpád otevřel chrám v Los Angeles a už zasvětil několik žáků, tak najednou ty jeho přednášky získali takový tón, kdy už opravdu dával takové příkazy. But in Mayapur, in this particular occasion, Srila Prabhupada is speaking to his followers, this is 1975, urging them to themselves become qualified uh, to become leaders of the Krishna consciousness movement. There's a very wonderful uh, rhyming poem in English about this occasion by my godbrother Kalakanta Prabhu, in, who is uh, living in Florida, in Gainesville. And I'll try to read again. I know this is <laughs> it's impossible to get the same flavor in translation, but I'll uh, read a few lines of this. Um, this is after a few verses. Srila Prabhupada is quoting from Chaitanya Charitamrita. Jare deka tare koha Krishna upadesh Amar agnyai guru haya taro e desh. And then he, the, the poetic translation. To be acharya is not tough. Just follow yours and soon enough. Wherever you live in this world, you'll broadcast Krishna's sacred words. You simply say what Krishna said without concoctions from your head. or mimicking like parrots squawk. Assimilate, and then you talk. Our devotees are, I would guess, 10,000 worldwide, more or less. Um, pokud vím, tak už máme ve světě víc 
When you become acharyas, then you'll multiply yourselves by ten. One hundred thousand soon shall be, one million acharyas, you'll see. A million then will soon expand to ten million, that is my plan. Acharyas in such quantities assure us of no scarcity. Since many, many are required, you organize and be inspired. And then the poem goes on to describe um, what actually happened, which is that Srila Prabhupada fell silent uh, and was exhibiting, uh, exhibiting symptoms of, of ecstasy for quite some time. And suddenly you fell in trance, aloof from outer circumstance. Not knowing quite what else to do, two hundred of us stared at you. So silent was the temple hall, one could have heard a petal fall. As bliss absorbed you, I sat still, but now it's time to do your will. Um, so, this last two lines, I think, is a, a very nice meditation for all of us, and that uh, Prabhupada becomes absorbed in trance, and we can take it also as his disappearance. We say, entering samadhi. Now it is time uh, to do his will. Samadhi, 
komunikací, že to znázorně něco jako ten odchod z tohohle světa. A jak je vlastně popsáno, že to je ten okamžik, kdy je na čase stát a začít naplňovat tu jeho vůli. Uh, so, um... This was all taking place back in uh, the 1960s and 1970s. Srila Prabhupada departed uh, on this day in 1977. Which means uh, 43 years ago. And we can uh, we can celebrate uh, that uh, we can say, despite Srila Prabhupada's uh, physical departure, his mission is very much alive today and is expanding. And of course, uh, we want the Krishna consciousness movement to continue expanding, and we want to uh, ourselves experience an expansion of Krishna consciousness within ourselves, within our hearts. And how both of these can be accomplished is very much by coming back again and again uh, to our starting point, so to say, to Srila Prabhupada's uh, guidance, to his instructions, his teachings, his example. Uh, I I have a list here. This I think can be a source of inspiration. Uh, sometimes um, Iskan in general or devotees in Iskan are criticized because we are interested too much in the externals. Um, but uh, Srila Prabhupada liked to hear the reports about the so-called externals. Most especially about uh, the numbers of his books being distributed. Uh, so here to to end, I have a few numbers which are um, well. This is from uh, this is already five five years old. This list. Uh, this is assembled in uh, the book of 
a Yogeshwar Prabhu called Swami in a Strange Land. Yogeshwar, yes. Uh, and it's uh, highlighting uh, the the 50-year period from Prabhupada's uh, arrival in America in 1965. Um, well, his departure from from Kolkata and then his uh, arrival in in America. As uh, I'm sure you've heard, Srila Prabhupada arrived in New York with 40 rupees um, and his trunks of books. Uh, he had 200 of his three volume set of volume of Canto One Srimad Bhagavatam. Uh, Fifty years later, there are 602 temples. Sixty-five farms and eco-villages. Fifty-four educational institutions, including primary, secondary, and colleges. One hundred and ten Hare Krishna restaurants. Seventy-five thousand initiated devotees. Seven million guests and worshippers attending ISKCON centers each year. Two thousand home study groups meeting weekly with thirty thousand enrolled students. Five hundred and sixteen million books and magazines distributed. Uh, three billion plates of prasadam distributed. <laughs> Platov, okay. <laughs> uh, one million two hundred thousand food relief meals served daily. Uh, 
1,000 Sankirtan chanting parties worldwide each week. Six thousand Vaishnav festivals held, uh, such as Ratayatra. <laughs> and then for the last item, Yogeshwar Prabhu says, he says, total net worth in excess of one billion dollars. <laughs> uh, the net worth, if you add the value of all of this together. <laughs> One billion, that's a thousand million. Hare Krishna. So... <laughs> So this is one way of uh, seeing how Śrīla Prabhupāda's mission has grown. Uh, and this is, uh, let, let us see this as only the beginning and let us be part of an ever greater expansion of Śrīla Prabhupāda's Hare Krishna movement. And let us uh, pray to Śrīla Prabhupāda to bless us, each of us individually, um, that our hearts may become uh, proper, appropriate uh, places for Krishna to, uh, to manifest his pastimes. Srila Prabhupada ki jai. So, th so thank, thank you all again for this opportunity and I wish you all the best uh, for today's observance and uh, for remembering all kinds of glories of Srila Prabhupada. And thank you, Priya Kirti Prabhu, for your nice translation. Go or Preman Ande. Srila Prabhupada Ki Jai. Ananta Goti Vaishnavarinda Ki Jai. Go or Preman Ande. Thank you for your time and for your realization you have shared with us today. It was very inspiring.